No Capping Podcast, where we bring to you the lifestyle, the insight and the culture, alongside some wavy special guests, whilst we sip on a bit of Havana Club. You know the vibes. Come join me. No Capping, I'm in a building, you know the vibes. I had to bring along some special guests, some friends then, man. Um, before we do start, we always have to take a shot. That's like the one tradition that's here still. Obviously, for those that are watching, P has given up alcohol, so he's gonna have a shot of the water still. Is this a double? (laughs) Quadruple, bruv. I I, I don't know who poured it still. I don't know who poured it still, but um, yeah, don't know. Let's get it. So obviously here on No Capping, we always like to ask people random questions that come from the bottle, I mean from the cup. Um, P, do you want to start off? And just pick one random one. Bruh, we didn't even mix it around, fam. Oh, go on. No mixer. <laughs> okay. Staple outfits, accessories, people would wear when going out. Um, it depends. Sometimes it could be from a side bag to maybe a hat. Any person that raised with a side bag scares me. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got in there? But you know what's mad, dear? You wouldn't wear it a lot of hair, but if you're abroad, it's the best yeah. accessory you yeah. can have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fact, yeah. So I say, yeah, that, or them fake glasses that the man don't wear sometimes. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> not designer shit fake. Shit. Yeah, shit. The, the clear ones yeah. that you're not prescri- prescribed to. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. them ones, them yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah. What was the worst shades back in the day that people used to wear? Remember the Kanye West shutter ones? Oh, yeah. The graduation ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I started to see that in Primark, that's when I knew that. Like, hideous shit. You don't need it. What? Hideous accessory. Um, Rob, what else would you say was like a, a necessity You guys for? fear the people with the side bags, yeah? I fear the people with headbands. People that come to the rave with headbands are people yeah. to be feared. I promise you. <laughs> Why? You don't know what's up in them headbands. <laughs> I just thought it was finish kicking ball or something. I've never heard that before. you never seen someone with a headband? I've seen them before, but I've never thought about what they might be hiding in their headband. Honestly. Like, they look like they've come to rave, but if it has to go Bruce Lee way, we're going Bruce Lee way as well. Everything's coming off. Straight away, I, I just think of people like the, the Ronaldinho and them man there, bruv. I just think of someone who's just kicking ball, just come there, not you in know. in the rave, though. That's it's a bit not, wild. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, I, I get him. It's not suitable. Wild, like, yeah. But what headband do you mean? Do you mean like the, the Soldier Boy Gucci headband? I've seen Soldier Boy Gucci. I've seen basketball headbands. Man, okay, it's NBA. NBA, people come with NBA. Like LeBron James and them, man. Boy, yoy. I promise you. Boy, yoy. You might have been the UD I went to, but boy. Boy, yoy. Yeah, it's a real thing. Oh, man. Claudia, obviously you got the next one still. If these questions are peak, I did not write them still. (laughs) This is a long one. Do you think uni parties still offer the same opportunities for people looking to get into music? Um... Well, currently, no, because we're in a pandemic. (laughs) But I can't lie, when I was in uni, I feel like that was the peak time. Like, even P. Montana's name was a big deal when I was in uni. Yeah, honestly. Like, like uni, when uh, when I was at uni, it was massive. However, one thing I will say, when it comes to the music scene now, UK music is popping off. So that is different. Because when I was in uni, my uni age was like 2013 to 2016. We were listening to a lot of American music in the raves and like Afrobeats and all that. Yeah, UK music wasn't popping off as much as it is now. Whereas now you can go to a 
uh, turn up and there'll be hella UK music yeah, like there's a lot of things so on that UK. sense I will say that things might be a bit better for people here in the UK trying to get into the scene you guys agree? disagree? no I agree but it depends what area you're coming from because it's like mm. and what you're trying to get into mm. obviously as a DJ or an MC it's good to go to the raves to network so that could be the start stage for you mm. or if you're like an influencer like a lot of them used to go to a lot of parties where they met different people mm. from different universities mm. at parties so that could also be like a start-up point and as well as like when i was doing the uni circuit that's when the uk music started to form so mm. it went from like the forum hertfordshire that used to sell out like bring trey songs tiger to then now seeing lethal b and then a lot of the uk artists so mm. then and even like there was two types of parties as well there was the parties put on by the actual universities which was like more mixed and you had the more urban and the more urban was the one that was predominantly playing like the Afrobeat, Spashment, the UK mm. and then that's when the UK music started to go off more so you started yeah. to see the student <coughs> the student promoters start booking more of the local acts mm -hmm. so then that's where the, yeah well. and that's where the transition kind of came from and they just circulated then like Stormzy before he blew big time, he was doing his circuit runs, same as NSG. Yeah, mm. yeah, you know what I'm trying to say? So there's a lot of people that kind of started from there mm -hmm. and then obviously went commercial and made millions. Facts. Rob, you agree? Yeah. Do you know what? Before lockdown and stuff, I've started to see the next wave of uni DJs that are coming through. Okay. And some young boys, they're doing some big stuff. Yeah, like, they're doing yeah. some good, good stuff. And it helps with the rise of the UK music scene as well. Mm. It's all just sort of cyclical. But I remember when I was there, it was the sort of house to grime resurgence when I was at uni. Yeah. And then Afrobeats came to the forefront a bit more. And then UK slid in through there mm -hmm. from my uni where I was literally. So, so that was like the, the That's Not Me era onwards. Yeah. yeah. The German you know, whip era. The German whip, yeah. yeah, you know. Headband yeah. gang in the ring, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out LeBron James and that man there, bro. Um, Rob, last but not least, my guy. To be fair, you can just keep it there. Yeah. Yeah. You know when you first blew that cup, you know I thought it was a shot. I was like, no, you gave it some special. <laughs> Did uni help prepare you for when you got into the music industry? I think, yeah, because of my journey, it did massively because uni was literally my gateway into getting into radio and stuff. It didn't prepare me for what the music industry is that no one tells you about. But I feel like that corporate industry side of stuff, it fully did. But that could just be my uni though. 100%. Guys, same thing? Um, yeah. What was the question again? Did <laughs> <laughs> uni help you get into your... Well, obviously for you it did, but yeah, did yeah, yeah. Did Obviously from then, that's like, it was kind of like the foundation. Mm. But when I started, there was no one doing what I was doing. Mm. So it was kind of like, from then I had to kind of like learn how to do this X, Y, Z. But it definitely helped in terms of like network and building a brand and that standpoint. Definitely. Cool. So my stance is completely different because I went to uni, but I studied something that would make my mum happy. Um, I'm a maths kind of girl. My family's all maths. So I went into uni to study business economics. And I remember being at uni as well saying, I want to be a presenter. I want to get into presenting. And I just had to finish uni before I could get into it. I remember stepping into the corporate world and I was just like, this isn't for me, like, at all. But because I finished uni and I'd done that, made my family happy, it put me in a position where I could just do what I needed to do. But I met the right people in uni um, and I just, yeah, I've just been doing my thing since then. 100%.
Um, bruv, thinking of uni, do you know what? Obviously, because you're smiling. Uni was fun, fam. Face. Uni was so fun. Um, Why was it fun? Do you want to lie the truth? Hey, <laughs> this is your show. We I don't know if my mum's watching still. But, um, <laughs> bruv, uni was a movie, man. What? Obviously, that's why I had to move, you know. Oh, we're going there. Yeah, we're going there. Let's, let's go there. Let's go there. Let's go there. So, the first uni I went to, I went to um, Bedfordshire. Mm. I went there for... Them times, Bedfordshire was mad as well. You know. We know Bedfordshire yeah. was mad. I can't confirm it. <laughs> you know, um, funny enough, I think my uni was beefing with yours. Yeah, there was. Swear down, they used to uni beef like that. Yeah, they, 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 there was all them stupid older year groups that used to uh, fight <laughs> each other. So obviously, if you men are watching, sorry, but you men were stupid still. But um, yeah, like, they, they used to do it and stuff. I didn't care about the whole uni beef stuff. But um, yeah, there, and then I left, I went to Staffordshire to concentrate more, because I remember my mum was like, She's never coming to visit me. Mm-hmm. Like, I can tell you're up to something. You're up to no good, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, how do you know, bruv? Like, how do you know what's going on? Women just know. They just know. So, <laughs> yeah. Trust me. And then from there, that's why I'm in Staffordshire. That's in, based in Stoke-on-Trent. It's actually like focus on yeah, yeah I went, nah, you was yeah. Way. I visited that uni one time <laughs> yeah. I visited after that trade journey like that's nah, fun yeah trust, trust me that that three hour journey driving or like two and a half on train yeah man I had to leave I had to leave but um yeah where did you guys obviously go to um, I went to Hertfordshire University what did you study um at first I went there studying sports and business mm. then I done a module in marketing and I really liked that yeah and oh, then I'd switch to marketing so then, yeah. I went to Roehampton, southwest London. So you're still in the end? Yeah, so do you know what? I had an option. I had to either leave or drive. And I wanted to drive real bad. Like, real, real bad. So I picked, I picked driving. Yeah. No, you blew your student loan on a fresh whip. No, I wasn't a student loan. I had, oh, I had, had it so Oh, so yeah. It was a student loan. Not, I worked hard sorry, for it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, Rob. What's, what's further, Leeds or Staffordshire? Leeds, Leeds is further. Leeds is further. So yeah. I went to Leeds. Yeah. It was all right on train. It was calm. Two hours, 15 minutes, three and a half hour drive. It's it was far. like, yeah, it was like the sticks of yeah. uni. Because my dad lives in Leeds. It's that far. Yeah, no, it's far. It's far. Um, no, nah, what I would say was always about uni was the culture and the impact. If I was to ask you all that, like, what did uni culture mean to you? It's, it's, it's mad because it's like you kind of hang around a form of people that are similar to you. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of outside of college and secondary school. That's the first time, and you're living independent. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like they're your family, but they're not really your family. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So that's the first time I that. And then obviously, when you go to parties, you go to parties with people with similar interests as you. Mm-hmm. When you go to lectures, you kind of hang around the same people. So that's when the culture started to kick in. Mm-hmm. And then when something happened in the, like, in the industry or within the scene, like, it's those people that you celebrate with as well. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of that. And then it went from university to then like hanging around with them more in London. Okay. So you took it from there back to London. And then that was the kind of first taste of culture <coughs> within university, I'd say. What I would always say is funny is that regardless of any university you went to, if like you were here in the rave, it's South London in the building. Oh, man. Always you don't make noise. And I'm like, hold on. 
Yeah, We're in Kwekwe land, but yet yeah. South London's always, still here. Always there, yeah. What's going on? Right. The South is overpopulated because you have representation everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Shout out South London every single time. <laughs> one, one culture yeah, that's not ever going to lose its way is man them finding girls to cook for them. Oh, see, I'm going there. Let's hey, go there. Hey, let's go there. there. Yo, yo. What did you guys have? The mac and cheese, the pasta bake, the, the barbecue wings. There was levels to this thing. It depends what day. Yeah, levels to this thing. So, like, for instance, what you would do is because you have to have them on trial. Mm. So you'll start off with a, a, a calm, like I don't know, let's say like a rice and chicken or something. But you know what? Sometimes it starts from bringing. So someone else would bring yeah. you and be like, oh, yeah, my mm-hmm. It'll be your, your, your bedroom that's... <laughs> <laughs> so you're plus one in? Yeah, 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 literally. You're just, <laughs> just a big man. You're just there. You're yeah, yeah, on the yeah. side. So you'll go there, you'll have like, you know, like uh, uh, a rice and, and wings or something. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Minor. Stuff like... Yeah, something light. And then as you, it grows more and more, that's when it starts getting a bit heavier. You know, some days will be soulful Sundays. Like, I'm gonna make a mac and cheese. Yeah. I'm gonna make lasagna. <laughs> you get me? Something like that. I'm making lasagna. You're like, and it what? goes, it goes from not going home on the weekends to chilling because you do it. Chilling. Yeah. Yeah. So, when you yeah, go yeah, back yeah. home, your parents are telling you, no, you put on, but you're eating well. It's like, yeah, you know, like, and down the road, I'm cooking for us. So, yeah, it was that. Um, Bro, for some of the gallum, they were missing lectures for it as well, you know. Missing they lectures. Were lectures. They were missing lectures. Missing right? lectures. What? Gallum were to missing season the chicken. To, cook for the man, to <laughs> marinate the ting well, well done. No, man. That's crazy. Did you have that around your, yours? Yes, obviously. I'm not gonna lie. There was one time me and my girls cooked um, food for. Oh, so that one, one time. time. No, one time. One time. One time. Two time. Nah, yeah. this is a one time. This is a one time. But do you know what's crazy? Like for me, I think. Um, obviously one of the girls I'm not that I'm not cool with her anymore but her cooking was shit <laughs> no, do you know what it is you, you do learn about like how people cook differently though in, it, in terms of mm. cultures and stuff and that's one thing I definitely learned and I definitely learned why my mum always tells me you don't just go eat at anyone's house but um, did you see dirty things that they used to do it's not dirty was? things it's just like simple things like um, for instance like you know that like chicken like you know when you clean it and you're meant to take out like the gut and stuff I didn't know that some people don't do that. Mm. Yeah, so. That's diarrhea, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, so something like that is a bit like. <laughs> you know the guys that she calls for, are they still alive? Oh, yeah, they're, they're alive. <laughs> just asking. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I didn't asking. touch that chicken, but. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm quite stubborn, so it's very difficult to get me to do something like cook for you like that unless I'm feeling no, you. you know, I need to be feeling you. I need to be feeling you. Yeah, I did it that one time I'm talking about. Do you know what I mean? But not with friends, just you by yourself. Oh no. But you went there, you in the bag, some Tesco. Nah, I didn't do a one on one. Wow. You sure? Yeah. I'm very sure. Oh, we made like chicken, there was like fried rice and like plantain. Like it was a simple thing. If anything, it was it was if anything, it was it was a group setting, so it wasn't even a big deal. Yeah. Do you know what you can monitor it in though? When the meals start upgrading, you know someone's feeling you. Maybe sometimes you do it like that. But what would be an upgraded meal in university? You know, so you, you, know, you know all the levels. He's, he's passed the yeah. meal. <laughs> he's passed all of them. You know what's DJing. Yeah. You know what's DJing. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing you drinks to the booth exactly. for that. Like, man. P, I'm you, university. university. As, as a disclaimer, yeah, when you get booked, you get a rider. Mm. Oh, what you doing? Part of the rider, in the contract. <laughs> so you was there to say, hey, babes, I've got a bottle still. Where's your glass? Where's your glass? I need evidence. <laughs> oh, what you doing? <laughs> Sorry, but that's just saying. So you might levels. start off at a humble pasta 
and then you upgrade. Yeah, like yeah. a pasta bait, pesto pasta sometimes. Yeah. Like see the pesto one. pastas? Those are yeah. for the girls who just learned how to cook. Oh, in wow. university. Slow it down. Because those are the levels of, I mean, obviously from a friend. <laughs> yeah. that I heard from a friend, yeah. you know, that there was levels to it, like the pasta bake. Should I tell you why yeah. the pesto pasta was different, yeah? The pesto pasta was for the ones that were shouting off, I never cooked for a man, blah, blah, blah. So they'll only cool. give you a pesto pasta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they'll only give you a humble thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's like, like, something like, oh, let me just whip something up. You're here, oh, I've got food. But then when you start upgrading, you see the mac and cheese, you see the jerk chicken, you see the rice and peas. You know when things have been cooked for a long time, it wasn't yeah. just a spare of the moment thing. What's the it's elite level? Jollof you know, rice. I don't think so, because nah. Gellum were cooking that for free though. Nah, because there's levels to it in itself. So to get a sweet one that makes it yeah, the next level. Yeah, yeah. She puts her heart into it. Yeah. Okay, I hear you. I think yeah. a curry goat, I never got to those levels. Because you know a curry goat, you got to That's because you probably well. go into the Afrobeat race. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you was doing. Man, man. Man, man. <laughs> no, it's things when you've got to marinate overnight. That's when you know, like, yeah. So you're thinking about you since yesterday. Yeah, but um, funny stories. Let's get into a couple of funny stories of university. What's the one story? Obviously, well, Pete, with you DJing. Has it been like an artist that's come up to you one time and said, bro, you know, man, you used to like listen to you. Yeah, but that's not really funny though. Yeah. It's like, like with stuff like that, you just take it on because you appreciate it, like they've been listening. But I'll say a funny story is one time in Hertfordshire, I had a house of a couple of the guys and then we'd done a pajama party. Yo, so we done a pajama party, yeah. Invite only. Yeah. So obviously you can imagine it was mad. So I had deck set up, I had drinks set up, absinthe, you know, absinthe 80%. Mm. And it was just invite only. Yeah. And obviously just the, back in them times, it was just the man them, and then just bare girls. So the ratio was between like one to five. Oof. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and obviously these times, obviously at the same time, man's like the main DJ at the university. Mm. So if I'm doing something, everyone knows. Mm. So then obviously on the day, like it's popping off, everyone's getting like enjoying, yakking. But on the day, like on the door, yeah. people come and say, yeah, like, can I pay to get in? This is to man's house, you know? And then, oh. had, and then you had guys in the door say, P, you know me, man. Please yeah. let me in, like, yeah. you know me, like, 10 pounds. Like, so how did they know? Well, obviously people letting them know that this is the location and blah, blah, blah. Probably like Snapchat, Snapchat sometimes. So people are Snapchatting them, obviously seeing yeah. people when, you Or know, like, obviously like guys will have, clothes, like guys, guys will have links that are going to a motive. So they'll be like, oh, what you want? Oh, I'm going to P's thing. Mm. Do you get it? So it's like word of yeah. mouth. So the word of yeah. mouth was heavy in uni sometimes. So it was kind of like that. So then, yeah, Damn. I just think it was interesting that like, people wanted the pace to come into the house. Did you let them in? Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny though? Paying to get into a house, when I went to LA a couple of years ago, that's normal. Yeah, that normal culture? yeah so with LA, um, the clubs and stuff end at like 2, 3 a.m., which is quite early. So after that, it's a thing where you're going on top of the hills to people's houses, their massive okay. houses for parties. And when you get there, girls are calm, we'll be letting. But the guys, it's like a hundred minimum to get in. And they'll $100. have a hundred minimum Man. to get in. A hundred <laughs> minimum. That's even before 10. <laughs> <laughs> that's even before 10, though. A hundred minimum. Yeah, LA don't play. Girls Man, just come through. But guys, a hundred minimum. When it's outside the doors, you're like, cut these cheeseburgers, man. That's crazy. <laughs> That's mad. <laughs> I Yo. think all my funny stories from uni are the ones that are left. Like I remember seeing people take drugs for the first time and that. Those sort of stories. Those sort of stories. 
Because obviously, I'm from the ends in there. I never really mm, yeah. seen no one. The way I didn't see none of that. Yo. I never saw none of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you'll be going into big house parties. You just see people passed out on the chair. Come like snowfall. Yeah. You see people that come out of that bag. And then people offering you drugs and stuff. I'm like, rah, like, what? Is this how it, it works? I'm going that way. So those are some of my funniest stories, man. Other than that, friends getting drunk, carrying them home. Oh, yeah. All of that. That happened. <laughs> that happened often. I remember one time we went to pre-drinks at one of our friend's flat, but then my friend got so drunk he couldn't go. So we ended up staying. They came back and they were sick everywhere. He was just everywhere. I think in uni, I remember seeing, I remember there was one where one girl shat herself. <gasps> nah, there was one time, there was a coach rave. So obviously there's probably a lot of people now wondering, oh, what's, what's a coach rave? Yeah, yeah. So obviously coach raves back in the day was basically- Pop madness. Yeah, like different universities used to link up but on coaches with their own university and go to a destination to party. Mm-hmm. So one time, one girl went to the piss. Mm-hmm. So obviously the- The coach had no toilet. The coach is not stopping for no one. Yeah. Man. Unless it's life and death. Yeah. Other than that, not stopping. <laughs> and obviously she was burst. Yeah. She was drunk at the time. Yeah. She really wanted to go and like, you know when the girl's burst, you're, you're yeah. talking to her, but she's not hearing yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Yo. <laughs> and I think she was an international student as well. So oh. like, she wasn't having it then all of a sudden she got a bottle started doing it like she started coming up close started doing a thing oh. obviously did she had it in her, in her hand see everything dripping in her hand yeah because oh, the aim right. isn't the same <laughs> but obviously at the same time the coach is not stopping for no one yeah what does she try and do she tried to fright the window <gasps> it baptized her every not only her everyone oh! <laughs> everyone was a hey, couldn't believe it. That's crazy. And this time we're on, we're on route. <laughs> Not even the way back. Not on the way back, we're on route. That's violence though, that's, that's violence. That's Oh my God. Yo. Damn. How did everyone react to her? Like, it's like, oh. Like, I don't yeah. know, it's a weird one. Like, you couldn't really swing her because she's drunk. Yeah, like, you can't swing yeah. someone that's drunk. Yeah. You just have to firm it. That's the worst story I've ever heard. That's mad. Uh, I think the worst that happened is when a girl shot herself in a, a dance. Like, we done, we done a drink up in our house. And funny enough, this girl used to try and flex on everyone in university. And she got drunk and then she went to the toilet, but we thought she was f- feeling sick. Mm-hmm. And then we came to a point towards like the end, we're like, hold on, you've been here for quite a while. Like, what's, what's going on? We just opened the door and it's just like the fumes were slapping us in the face. She was literally there, it was like vomit was here, shit was there. It's just like, this is mad. I'm looking at everyone, I'm like, who the hell's gonna clean this? I looked at her bedroom, I'm like, you know what to do. Yeah. You know this is our house, you know what to do. The, the appliances are here, you know what to do. <laughs> There's no coming back. I'll go to another uni. Yeah, you have to. That's leave. what I'm saying. You got to transfer after that. You got to transfer. No raves, lectures home. <laughs> or you got to join Christian Union, and that's your thing now. You don't do that. No. over the place. Now I've changed. <laughs> now I've changed my ways. That's a mad testimony. Got to give me a new person. I think one of the key things as well with university was songs and like genres and stuff like that. Um, obviously, P. We was, we was an awkward era because I think we, we both went 2010, right? 2010, 2011? Yeah, because I, yeah. went, I went uni 2010. Yeah, I think that, yeah. From that, 2010 yeah. to that 2014. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, we were there for 
the funk, that just the end parts of the funky yeah. house era. Yeah, the last, oh, last, okay. last, the last legs. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was in the last legs last of the funky, of funky house era. But that's that was the end of funking, and that's when Drake started his reign. Young money, young, young money, money young money, young money, yeah, that's okay. when they started. So then yeah. a lot of his tunes are popping off. But you know what's mad? We were also the sneak boat era. It's true. Was he, mm, was he, he was the sneak boat just era. about yeah. The sneak boat was doing the, the uni runs as well. Yeah, he was. There. That's when Touch a Button was going crazy in the Let raves. Let me show you. Okay, yeah. I would have loved that. Touch yeah, a Button was perfect. going on in the raves. Um, what else? What other like significant? Obviously, talking the hardest. Yeah, funky. The amount of fights. That Obviously, Bashment was always. Yeah, Bashment was like mm. 101 vibes cartel tunes. Um, and then there was that shift where the Afro beats, there was more that was being introduced to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah, it was the yeah. one or two Wizkid tunes, was Tease Me and them yeah, type that's yeah. When, yeah, that's when the Afro. Oh, was. so you lot called Tease Me. I was still yeah. like, the whole party's them. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tease Me, we was around that. But that was literally like my <coughs> first year. Okay. So Tease Me around then. Um, Don't Doll was Don't Doll was that second year wasn't it? So like there was Kiss My Hand there was Premier Girl there's um, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You got uh, No One Like You then The yes. Flavor Shout yes. Like yo oh. those are the those are the main songs you know there's now yeah, there's, there's the old school new school those yeah, are the But even with that it seems like there wasn't a section of where you could play a full 30 minutes or hour of it though was there? No it depends where you went because like if you went to like the big, big link-up raves, like the, the yeah, country big, raves, yeah, yeah, there was yeah. always a set you could there. play the old school tunes, you could play yeah, like the old yeah. hip life tunes or like the old Afro beat yeah, tunes. Yeah, you could play anything. Everyone was aware of them times. And then that's when the Afro beats in the UK started to form. Yes, because there was the Mr. Silver So did, did you catch that era yeah, as well? Yeah, that, that's that, I mean, you yeah, that was yeah. you. Okay. That was a pinnacle part of yeah, the right, right. So whilst the, them songs are still going off, that's when the men that make the music. Okay. So that's when the Baosemami came, that's when the Sona came. Yeah. Okay. And then that's when like everyone started linking up. Well, I even remember around then, because there was that awkward period, well not the awkward period, it was the period of where the funky MCs were coming out of it, and then some of them were making Afrobeats like Silver, yeah. and, then, and then you had some that were trying to do the rap thing. Okay. But it was, remember that, that awkward Drake rap era? Remember rapping like this, and then after they were yeah. rapping like that. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like it was the most forced punchlines. So I'm in the air, no Jordan. Because like the UK tune that kind of broke, obviously other than Steepo was the Reeks MB blueprint. That was the drill. Because I wasn't from yeah. South here, yeah. everyone used to recite this lyric. Well, if I was thinking, yeah. who and what is this? But that period was when I came back. So that 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 Reeks MB six seven period yeah. of like when the one fiddy that like the trap mm. trap in the bando that was literally yeah, yeah. when I just came back. That's probably that's when you lot started. That's when you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know um, yeah. trap trap in the bando? My era caught the Afrobeats remix to that. Oh, Do you remember when yeah, that dropped? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. when that's that sort of yeah, summarizes yeah, a point yeah. in yeah. mine. Yeah. Oh, so they came when. Ring, ring, ringtone. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Ringtone. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's what they were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was See, ringtone. Yeah. Ringtone. And Crazy. Greatest well. yeah. Jay Hustle's yeah. coming. Yeah. Um, them boy oh. Pagan. Crepton Conan, don't waste my time. Don't Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. I caught that. Yeah. I caught that. Um, ain't on nothing. Yeah. Sneak oh, ball. Ain't on nothing is when I just came back. Okay. Alright, so yeah. Don't waste my time. Don't waste my time. That was big. Do you know the first time I met you? was when you came to Leeds like with the Fuse. Fuse. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Fuse had a little, I don't know, Fuse's, that show was so weird. I'd never seen a crowd like that. 
to see Fuse, if that makes sense. That was another thing as well, it was mad, because that's kind of the transition of Afrobeats, because yeah. before it went commercial, Fuse was clear. Mm. Yeah, the only thing I say about Fuse is, yeah, he was clear. Mm. Clear before we knew what clear was. was yeah. 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 But you just think, at the time, you're just living in the moment, innit? You're not thinking nothing. Yeah. Because like that, show, that show was a big show. I'm saying, like, mums, like, not just black people. That's what I'm saying. It was a that different sort not of just, not any. Yeah, yeah. You look at the crowd, they see none of them, and it's all ages. You know, like, yeah. you're coming from a time where everyone's the same age, same demographic. Mm. You go to a few show, it's not the same demographic, not the same age. Different. That's so it's like, no things like, yeah, man, if you've got more than £100 in your bank, can't say, yeah, you can't even say them things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. it's like, you ready to have fun tonight? Yeah. Like, them kind of things. You know what I mean? It's treated like it's local, man. Yeah. yeah. This is what you need that I went to. That's what I went to. That's crazy. That's the first time I met Rob. And mm-hmm. he was doing his um, Spice. Spice UK, then my student radio. That was I tried to interview P, interviewed Fuse, them times. So we were further north past that Midlands border mm. we were trying to pioneer our thing up there so it's mad because I didn't, I, I didn't think people were doing the culture stuff up there I always thought it was like down yeah. so when yeah. I see Rob's in I was thinking because yeah. like, your uni was very that prominent for a lot of presenters as we yeah. Said, yeah, yeah 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 so, so many like, Ramel, presenters there Henry like Jaguar Mo, Mo like, there's yeah. so many people that have come from there Bare people. I think it was the student radio was a good place for learning and I feel like a lot of people in the industry went to Leeds mm. so you always used to get that industry sort of feedback mm. I remember whilst I was at uni I started working for the BBC at that time as well in whole Manchester and Sheffield I was doing introducing at that time so because we were a bit further out we had opportunities that like yeah that a lot of people didn't sort of get and then transitioning into radio down here, so. Because it's mad, because him saying that, you wouldn't think that's the journey. A lot of people would think, oh, like, just thought, just, just popped up out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, yeah. they don't know the graph that mm. he's putting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot like, of presenters, it's like, the student university, like, student radio was like, the best thing. Yeah. Even if you listen back to it, you just hear how dead the shows were first. Yeah, yeah. And secondly, it was like, you had the freedom to do whatever you wanted and just like, learn from your mistakes yeah. and stuff. For us, I remember it was when we used to have the, the Funky House MCs when they used to do like their little sets yeah. with the DJs and Those stuff. were hard though, because you had who you yeah, had? Like probably Ram- before your time. Yeah, yeah, You had Mr. Yeah. Silver, you had Ramsey. North London, hands in the air. South mm-hmm. London, hands in the air. Yeah, 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 that was That would have been sick. Don't yeah. piss me off. Don't piss me off. I was at school. What? Who made that song? I don't know. I don't know. Big up you. Big up Big up you. 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 Big up and uh, when you guys lie. mentioned sunglasses earlier, it reminded me of, was it Dot Star? Yeah. It's a club to hold me for ransom. It's a stick up. It's a stick up. But you know what's not it? Even before our time, yeah, they were doing their own tours. Yeah, so they were going around different unis, mm. killing it. Because you get, have like various landmark and raves. Migraine scan and all of them. Because yeah, remember, because some of them got signed. Yeah, Funky D got signed. Obviously, KIG for the head, shoulders, knees, yeah. and shoulders. Yeah, that was on the yeah. university yeah, 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 circuit yeah. as well. But um, yeah, like you had certain landmark raves, so like your um, stamina, mm. ice cream factory, freshest jam, freshest jam. I remember that project London as well. Uni, yeah. Uni, um, what other ones were there? Um, obviously, you had like later on was like the Yolo Monday. Was it Yolo? Yeah. Yeah. So this was yes. 
This is so your little Monday was like around the Barfest period. Yes, Barfest as well. Barfest was revolutionary though. Lit. I never got booked for that, you know. Really? No, is it? That's all we That's a bit. That's crazy. You know, I never went. But I would always catch the SoundCloud mixes. So I would look forward to, if there's a rave, seeing what the mixes are going to be like. Yeah. SoundCloud's yeah. big in them uni days. Yeah, yeah, Yo, yeah, yeah. Can we briefly talk about that? It was a transition of like, from like, you doing like the SoundCloud promotional DJ and uh, mixes yeah. and stuff. I don't well. know. For me, like, we, my, I had a plan when I was starting DJing. I was like, right, cool, like, I want everyone to hear me. Mm. And some people are not going to come raise to hear me. So like they need to hear me from their houses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's when I started doing the SoundCloud mixes and just mm-hmm. started being consistent. And with that, it was like, I used to put a lot of new songs in the mixes. Mm-hmm. So you would look forward to the mix knowing that you're going to hear new music. And this is where we were catching our new music from. I used to go to the mixes to see what's popping before it's popping sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really missed that. I missed that era, you know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah cool. I remember because like, even before you started radio, there was a lot of music that was hot and popping on the streets and X, Y, Z. Then later you hear on radio. Exactly. Yeah, but like yeah, now yeah, it's yeah. like some, the radio gets it before. Yeah. Mm. Straight so we all get it at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, I think one of the main things, obviously, if we are talking about the mixes and stuff like that, fam, how did the sound tag come about? Where? How did it come about? So obviously when I started, I needed, I was making a mix yeah. and I needed to put like a finishing touch on it. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy called Ephraim from North London. His name is and Missy One. Yeah, that's right. You've probably seen a video of him. Oh yeah, I know you've seen Young Ben. Young ben. Yeah. And he yeah. says it in his creaky voice. Yeah. 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 Bro, I hope you're giving him PRS. <laughs> yeah. So him, so he, he, and there was a time on Twitter, they were testing stuff. You know, t- Twitter tests, so he was doing like, voice memos, saying, rabe, rabe. So I was like, oh, right, like, this sounds catchy. Mm. So I DM'd him saying, yo bro, um, can you say it like this and send me a different takes? Yeah. Boom, put it in the mix. Damn. <laughs> That's, that's actually very legendary, you know. Yeah, I, any, think, I think that tag, like, took me from there to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. if you knew man or not, whether you thought I was good or not, yeah. you just knew you man knew tag. You knew about that, yeah. Because I think out of all of them, you had the most distinctive. Was yours... Between and me and Afro. Afro B. Mm. What was Afro's on? What was Afro's on? That's the girl singing DJ Afro, Afro, Afro B. B. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. And then also there was the... Was it your Afro? Your drop that bomb or something. Yeah, like, yes. It was that one as well. Yeah. Then Kenny had one, was was this probably the same girl done that after. Yeah. <laughs> she wanted to leave the studio and said, stay there. Recall my one as well, stay there. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Kenny's there. But um, nah, that, that period I feel like, what was sick was that, as you said, the mandem were touring before touring, because you would have one week of booking in Hearts next, that probably, because remember the race was like Monday, Tuesday, and then there was no yeah. rules. There was absolutely I think the So say if you've got a Midlands booking, you know you can get from Cov to Leicester, just make sure one set's at twelve yeah, and one yeah. set's at two. Mm-hmm. So you can go from like Cov to Leicester and then back nine. If he was driving as well, then there'll yeah. be no problem. Yeah, the Mandem were literally touring. But I feel like SoundCloud did play a big part in pushing the music culture though. Because mm-hmm. like a lot of people remember didn't always go out to raves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you didn't go out to raves, you was burst. Mm-hmm. So when you're like looking back or thinking about chilling or revising, you're listening to mixes. Yeah. And them times is like the music travelled. Because even when you look at like the stats on the SoundCloud, there's bare different countries. Yeah. So even though you're thinking you're killing it in just in the uni uni circuit, there's so many other countries listening. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. even now, like when I go to different countries, people are like, yeah, I listen to your SoundCloud mix, the R2B's one. Yeah, nice. This is like last year. I made the mix in 2012. The music travels, but you don't know how much it yeah. travels. Did you did you guys ever see yourselves like in university, like the mad stories of like 
people just moving like yell them or demand them just moving crazy in raves so obviously for yourself as a DJ obviously the connotation nah, I went church <laughs> not for you but for like your peers or people around you or stories you might have heard nah because there's that yeah and then obviously you got the F guys because it's not just the music that's popping mm, you got the F guys yeah, yeah, and there's guys yeah, that are getting yeah. money they got the newest whips they got Gucci yeah. like head to toe like it wasn't just the man that was doing music you know yeah, and then you have yeah, the people yeah. that were selling stuff you're not supposed uh, to sell yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean the, so like there were people there were people yeah. getting in yeah, then you have yeah, the smart guys that you have to buck to pass. Come on, P, let's be real. No one was dancing with them lot in the house. Nah, but obviously- I can give you a fuss. I can give you a fuss. I can give you a fuss. No one cares about that. But you know what it is, yeah? It's all part of uni culture, because them, man, you wouldn't side them off. Is yeah. They buy the tickets. Exactly. Oh, they're driving. Okay. There's levels to the things. But did you feel like it was kind of annoying in the sense of where that those were the connotations with obviously with yourself being a DJ that people just assumed? Do you know what it is? Yeah, the assumptions is weird because it's like how I saw it. Yeah, it's like you have guys that live normal lives. Yeah, they probably get in more than a DJ. Mm-hmm. It's just that because the DJ is popular, yeah, it's just in your face more. Mm-hmm. And that culture stems from like, like American DJs from back in the day yeah. when you see them with bare girls and like the NW. If you watch the NW8 and it like yeah. um, movies and like you'll see it's kind of like, but it's not like that in UK. And UK, everyone's stiff. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Everyone's stiff. Like, you think you're only going to go to a dance here, bag yeah. five girls, take them all home. No way. In this UK, the girl will slap you. No matter who you are. You know what you I mean? Pick one. Yeah. You better pick one. Facts. Nah, bro. It's, it's, oh, like, it wasn't just the main guys getting in. That's my point. Mm. Obviously, it's back in the DJs and that. You're done now. You, you have to respect the DJs, though. Like, I feel like because of your era of DJs is why I wanted to have guest mixes in my show. Because for me, I felt like you can't just skip everyone that's putting the groundwork and stuff. Like sometimes people would, who have got to know me now will hit me up and say, can I do a guest mix? I'm like, yo, do you know I used to listen to you? And I was like, you know, I think it's so important because without that, we wouldn't have this yeah. now, you know, and it's all work built, built upon work. Yeah, stuff, so. because even them times there was no streaming. Yeah, there was no streaming. Mm. There probably then. was, but no one was it buying 99p yeah. songs. SoundCloud fumbled the bag. It was a mix. SoundCloud fumbled everything, fam. No. Um, Claudia, did you obviously see, like, I don't know whether it might have been friends or people around, <laughs> but they, like, a bit forward in, like, themselves towards, like, wanting to be cool with the promoters, the friend, like the DJs or... It was the promoters, they were the dangerous ones. Most of the yeah. worst ones. Yeah, yeah. Prom- I feel like even to this day, the promoters are still dangerous. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're still dangerous. Yeah, because they're, they're sort of the plug, do you know what I mean? They're the ones that are going to get you where you want to go. So it's they, not really the DJs, is it? Were they granting people like VIP passes and things like that or...? Um, whether it's VIP, whether it's whether it's um, an area in the club, whether it's a table, whether it's free drinks, like there's there's different things that can be offered. You know what I mean? <laughs> and obviously, as a girl, you're not gonna as long as there's nothing that you need to give him, uh, you're not gonna enough. take you're not gonna take no for an answer. If, I, if I can get free drinks, I'm gonna get free drinks. It doesn't even matter what you look like. <laughs> I, really? I promise you. 
The promoters, no yeah. comment. <laughs> they were the promoters were the cleanest cut guys, but they can market themselves to the girls in any way they want because they got the links to all of the DJs, the artists. So they can be like, oh yeah, that's me. I'm just with them, man. I know him, blah. Really, they don't know the artist. They're just paying him. Mm. But they can stand next to him like, oh yeah, it's my friend. We know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, my guy, we go way back. Go way back. <laughs> Yo. And more time, the artists are coming, slapping the promoters. Give me my money. Yeah, yeah honestly. You know? yeah. I used to always hear about promoters that used to be doing a random dirty fam. Either taking too long to pay them or like I, you heard about that with DJs yeah, especially yeah. <laughs> at the end you know what's bad at the end of the rave <laughs> at the end of the rave you see the promoter and just the DJs like chatting to the yeah, promoter you just yeah. know it's about it's the money like <laughs> they're raising their hands oh it's a problem <laughs> like it was yeah lack of financial education yeah, yeah. Okay. you're doing a rave you have to, like back in the day a lot of people budgeted they just assumed that it's if you get if the capacity is 400 they're just assuming 400 times 20 that's how much you're getting yeah. they're not including how much you have to pay the venue mm. the stuff that has to be paid the sound engineer if you're doing like if you're doing a coach rave you yeah. may have to pay for the coach first yeah, yeah, yeah. and get the money after mm-hmm. so it's like they the didn't cash put flows a bit yeah. mad yeah. yo it's like so they didn't put none of that into consideration so then at the end of the night these guys are thinking like cool like We've made the rave. Yeah. Mm. So, p- pass the peas. Mm. Do, do you know the worst excuse? Oh, the online ticket sales, they don't come till Monday. Yo, you know the online ticket sales, they the don't drop. Punks, you know. <laughs> 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 and it's because Because you know it doesn't. You, there's yeah. no argument. Yeah. Mm. So like, what, are we, are, are we just gonna stand there and shout at each other? Like, I know your peas ain't yeah. dropped. Yeah. But you should have known that before, you know. That's not my business. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I don't That's <laughs> mad. Shout out to promoters that are still in debt. Uh, uh. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much, first and foremost, for coming down. Um, plug anything that you've got going on right now so that the peoples them can obviously listen, watch, support in any way. Um, Fuego out now, featuring Camilo on Twitch. Make sure you check out Brain at Homecoming Freestyle. Cheese. And follow the socials, you hear me? Cheese. Yeah, you can catch me on The Beat London Monday to Thursdays, 1 to 4 pm. Yeah, yeah. That's literally it. Capital Extra 7 to 10, Monday to Thursday. Saturday 4 to 7, Homegrown. Come on. UK interviews, all of that. And I just started a new thing, YouTube. Sunday nights, tracks and tactics if you like football and music. Yeah, yeah that looks lit. Yeah. Shout out also, shout out all the Man United fans in the world. We love you. Yeah. Arsenal, up in this. This is the part of the Guys, thank you so much. No capping, you're done now. Free Bricks and Jim Jones. Bye.